0: Hi, this is Brian Martins, and you're listening to The Spoken Symbol. This podcast is the result of many years of listening to poetry and poets, and also writing poetry myself. Poetry touches me in a deep way that brings a a grounding to depth to my life. The poetry that, that usually touches me is imaginal, metaphorical, and mystical. It takes me on a journey of revelation, intuition, and healing. I'm very excited to share my favorite poets and my own poetry as well. I have recited poetry on uh, and read uh, poetry on local radio stations, recited my poetry at open mic sessions, and have entered contests and have published works. My interest is mainly spoken poetry because it lives more openly through the voice than on paper. That's why I wanted to start a podcast to bring the spoken word to more people. I call my podcast "The Spoken Symbol" because speaking poetry through symbols and the metaphorical language is is deeply inspiring to me. So I have a few goals that I've um, come up with that, uh, that I want to share with you, and you know why I want to start this podcast and, and bring you know impactful poetry to you. First is to help you discover the power of poetry. Second is allowing poetry to transform you and your experience in some way that is. Deeply meaningful. And three, develop your deep intuition as a result of challenging yourself to interact with poetry in a different way that brings light into your inner world. This is my mission in providing this podcast to bring people into a new awareness of themselves through transformation and an experiential learning from their deep intuition. For example, um, this is you know what we would do what i'm going to do in in a uh, in a podcast so uh, in one of david white's poems entitled the opening of eyes i became aware of of the powerful metaphors he's using in the poem and i let those metaphors change my experience of what it means to have your eyes opened as a result of reading feeling and hearing the words in the poem for example there's a line that says quote, it is the man throwing away his shoes as if to enter heaven. Again, quote, it is the man throwing away his shoes as if to enter heaven, unquote. Which is obviously a metaphor for entering heaven. And so I'm looking for my intuition to explore and give me direction as to how to approach entering into that blissful state. Of course, each one of us may have a different meaning for that phrase and the impact it offers, But developing a curious intuition can bring you answers from those lines, as well as your own favorite poems. So today's poet is David White, and I want to talk about him. He's a poet, author, international speaker, and organizational thinker. From an Irish mother and an English father, he blends philosophy, religion, poetry, and the written word into a voice that is compelling and deeply authentic. He's well known for his organization development work with Boeing, uh, which is an aircraft company, and other international companies. He speaks to me in a mythic way that goes through. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> he speaks to me in a in a uh, in a mythic way that goes through my conscious mind to my deeper well of being. His grounded process of becoming something more alive shows up at the edge of our awareness, and his poetry is a calling to be answered, whether you're, uh, you have some fear about it or some restlessness. His poetry is deeply imaginable, inviting and revealing for our own soul that is always searching for the way back home. So the first fo- poem I want to deal with uh, from David is called The Lightest Touch. The Lightest Touch. Good poetry begins with the lightest touch. Good poetry begins with the lightest touch, a breeze arriving from nowhere, a whispered healing arrival, a word in your ear, a settling into things. Then, like a hand in the dark, it arrests the whole body, stealing you for revelation. In the silence that follows a great line, you can feel Lazarus deep inside even the laziest, most deathly afraid part of you lift up his hands and walk toward the light. I like to give a little silence after the poem uh, to let it sink in, and then often if it's a short poem like this, I'll read it a second time to give you another, another, maybe with some different emphasis, to give you another uh, listening of it. Good poetry begins with the lightest touch. Good poetry begins with the lightest touch. A breeze arriving from nowhere, a whispered healing arrival a word in your ear, a settling into things. Then, like a hand in the dark, it arrests the whole body, stealing you for revelation. In the silence that follows a great line, in the silence that follows a great line, you can feel Lazarus deep inside, even the laziest, most deathly afraid part of you. Lift up his hands and walk toward the light. Lift up his hands and walk toward the light. I like the way this poem starts because I know from writing that a phrase will pop into my head or um, something will present itself, you know, a, a thought or something. and And so maybe a word, like he says, a word in my ear comes from a result of thoughts I've had or a, a situation or a conversation. And if the words are compelling enough, You know, it's asking me to be worked into a poem and maybe finished it. Sometimes it's not finished, it stays unfinished, and that would be a thought that goes so far. Yet there can be revelation, and the words can tumble forth in complete sentences with images, feelings, and, of course, a great ending. I really like the line, in the silence that follows a great line. Because, like I said, I like to have some silence after a poem. And I'm, I remember a, a David White reading I went to in San Francisco, and after the first few poems he read, there was riotous clapping and applause after each one, and it was a packed house. And then David asked the crowd to, you know, pause after each poem, and the difference in the f- and the feeling in the room was really palpable. Silence allows each person to work with the poem, to allow the poem to sink in and attach to some part of your being. As he says, you can feel part of you deep inside, maybe a part that hasn't been you know, touched before or for a long time. Maybe that part can be lifted into a new awareness and part of you can be transformed through your deep intuition. So as a result, the light shone into your depths can be awakening of a new path, a new lightness in your step. Maybe you're bringing back to, to life a part of you that was dead. Maybe you can feel how Lazarus felt. If we've had any um, Bible school or early training or or storytelling, Lazarus is familiar to us as the one who was raised from the dead. And maybe you can you can sense and bring back that image that resurrection holds for you. And you can walk again towards the light as you did as a child. <laughs> So this is a powerful poem for me, even though it's short and and an easy read. <clears throat> I'm curious about always curious about the role the muses play with words and images that you know pop into our heads and and part is, of it is being ready and, and having a fertile place for those images and words to land. In other words, an awareness again of our thoughts, feelings, and actions and where they are leading us. That's another reason to be aware, you know, during these podcasts of how that poem is reacting with you, your body. Where is it hitting you and your body? Is it, just, is it a heart-centered poem? Is it just your whole body? What's the feeling? And then taking action. What do we do about taking an action when we've felt something? What do we do when the hand in the dark arrests the whole body? And I think you must lift up your hands to take the light, even if the laziest, most deathly afraid part of you is unwilling. So what, what images have this poem brought up for you? How did it land in your body, like I said? What, was there a feeling of inspiration, uncertainty, create, creativity that maybe wanted to be activated, or, or simply curiosity? And what is calling you as a result of listening to this poem and discussion? And maybe, importantly, what is the quiet, clear, intuitive voice saying to you, and what is the action that is asking to be taken? If you can, please write down or journal your thoughts and actions. Uh, This will be an ongoing podcast, so maybe you could start a journal. How do you feel from this experience, and what does your body remember or wish for? So I trust that this brief poem has sparked an interest deep inside that stirs a long-denied longing for more awareness and a transformation through your deep intuition. If you'd like to explore how poetry can be used to cultivate more awareness in your own life, check out my podcast. And also, my articles are at medium.com. You can search Brian Martins. So medium.com is where all the articles go. If you want to read the uh, the written copy of it, sometimes they're a little bit different than the podcast, and if you want to see it, uh, go to medium, M-E-D-I-U-M, dot com, and search Brian Martins, B-R-I-A-N, Martins m-a-r-t-e-n-s so thanks for listening i hope this is going to be impactful and and a joyous event listening to poetry on your travels um, so i appreciate you listening today thank you and, and i'll see you soon